You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to 3 and Out with Jason and Kevin. I'm Jason, that's Kevin. We are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation Cincinnati Bengals site, and sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. Kevin, how you doing? Uh, doing all right. How about you, man? Good. Doing very good. So uh, kind of funny, we had planned on this huge mock draft. We We spent a lot of time this week texting back and forth and creating a PowerPoint, like we were taking you back to senior year of high school, and uh, we were going to do it. Uh, and then we decided last minute that we are not qualified at all nope. to discuss the ins and outs or the needs of the Washington Commanders or most of the other 31 teams outside the Bengals. Nope. So what we're going to do, and so, actually, Kevin, you go ahead and tell, tell everyone what we're going to do. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go down a list. Uh, you have 12. I think Jason's going to present 12 of the most commonly mocked uh, players to the Bengals. We're going to go pros and cons. We're just going to kind of run them down. Kind of just a first-round preview before the draft tomorrow or today yeah. when you guys are watching yes. this. Yeah, um, exactly. But real quick, before getting into this, Jason, have you yeah. seen Chris Collinsworth's mock draft? I didn't know Chris Collinsworth does mock drafts, so no, I have not seen it. There's a reason he doesn't. There's a reason <laughs> he doesn't, Jason. I'm going to okay. just run you down some highlights. Okay. Wand Jones at 11 to the Titans. You over say anything else. <laughs> Anton Harrison at 14. What uh, Darnell Wright at fifteen, off wow. the board. Wait, Dewan Jones and Anton Harrison over Wright. Yep. Oh wow. It gets worse. Okay. Zay Flowers goes to the Ravens. Quinton Johnson goes next. No one gets in Jigba. The best wide receiver in the class, just not even in the first round. Just not gone? even in the first round. Just that's he's not even in it. Yeah, so uh, I I'm on the record saying that if. Uh, and Jigba is there at 28. He's back oh, in the yeah. co- wide receivers back in the conversation, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. There's no reason not to at that point. There's right. No reason not to. 100% and here's the best the, player. Here's the final icing on the cake, Jason. Okay. The at pick 31, the Chiefs are, I guess, going to go with Hinden Hooker, the quarterback. Are you the Chiefs so, are going to spend their first round pick? On a backup okay. quarterback, because apparently the only thing the Chiefs need is insurance. They're gonna, they, despite whether they thought they need a backup quarterback, they could get one in the fourth. But apparently, right. the, they don't have needs. They have Are you no joking? needs. No, I'm not joking. Hendon Hooker to the at 31 to the Chiefs to back up Mahomes. So, just in case so he like the ankle. There's a lot of picks that would be bad here, like a tight mm-hmm. end. You know, there's a lot sure. of picks. But 
drafting Hendon Hooker for the Chiefs at 31 makes me want to reach out to Collinsworth and make sure he's okay because that's nuts. That's yes. That's beyond nuts. That's far realm stuff for those of you who play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. Uh, yeah, who did I? You, you didn't say who he took for the Bengals. Who, who did the Bengals take in his? Oh, uh, Mayor. Oh, okay. Well, that's I the mean, only thing that makes sense so far that you yeah, said. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's bad. You need to look this up. The whole thing's kind of unhinged. There's some picks that make sense, of course, but I mean, it's just a wild 31 yeah. picks. Uh, but I just wanted to share some highlights, uh, mostly to get to the Patrick Mahomes backup. Yeah, that's first round. That's a bad mock draft. That's a bad mock draft, Mr. Collinsworth, and you should feel bad about that. So. Yep. All right. So, yeah. So like Kevin said, we're going to kind of go through and talk about 12 guys that are most commonly mocked to the Bengals, which of course means that none of these 12 guys will be their pick. They'll pick somebody totally off the wall. But I would, if you put a gun to my head and said, you have to be correct, it'd be one of these 12 guys. So yep. let's, uh, we had, we do have another PowerPoint presentation just for you. Uh, just if you miss PowerPoint presentations from your days at school, we got, we got you covered. So let's get going here. I do think it's telling that we have 12 people on this list. This draft's going to be wild, man. Uh, we made fun of Chris Collinsworth all over the place, but the fact is no one's going to come close to nailing this thing. It's going to oh, go so many ways. It'll be a lot of fun, actually. I know. Uh, I also really like the uh, – I didn't notice this until now, so it was kind of blown up. I yeah. do love the fact that this picture of Dalton Kincaid here is made up of three pixels. So, yeah, sorry yeah, about yeah. that. For, so, for the audio yeah. listeners, who's the vast majority of it, yeah, Jason has pulled up a PowerPoint that yeah. is, I mean, he made it in 20 minutes and it looks every bit yes. like it was it made. It looks in 20 exactly minutes. like I made it in 20 minutes. So, sorry about that. Uh, if you listen uh, instead of watch on YouTube, then you're please, good for you. please tell me there's a star wipe. No, there's Wait, no one. No. no wipes. So All right. Uh, I'll do the first one. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, one, uh, and these are in no particular order. The, the, the positions are not grouped together, but the first one is Dalton Kincaid, tight end out of Utah. Uh, so the Bengals need a tight end. There's no question about that. They did sign Irv Smith Jr. They did re-sign, and he's on a one-year deal. They did re-sign Drew Sample on a one-year deal. They have Devin Asiasi, but none of those guys are really the answer here. Uh, this is a super deep class at tight end and if they don't take a tight end at 28 i absolutely expect them to by the end of day two but dalton kincaid he can stretch the field he's going to be a guy that uh he, he's going to be a good pro tight end um yes. i don't really know much about his blocking um and subpar but most tight ends right right that's most tight ends um but what you're going to pay him to do is what he does with the ball in his hands but he is going to be a guy a lot like george kittle you know what i mean Stretch well, George Kittle's a really good blocker, so I, I don't want to say that, but he's going to stretch the field for you. And if they take him at 28, you kind of figure that he's probably your Tyler Boyd replacement for next year. Yep. Right? All right, anything else? Uh, you have just Kincaid? that I think Dalton Kincaid really opens up the option of double dipping at tight end sometime in this draft sure. and going with a much more block heavy. Um, running two tight ends, I think, could be a lot of fun for this offense. Uh, yeah. and I think with Dalton Kincaid. Uh, as your like main receiving threat, it could open up some really really fun uh, options. That's it. Yeah, I can see that. All right. Also, I don't next... love. Dal also, oh. I don't love Dalton Kincaid as a pick. No, me I don't the the, me the back issues worry me. Uh, right. I know he's a receiving threat. 
maybe I'm more of a traditionalist. I like my tight ends to be able to block a little bit. I'm not saying he'd be a bad pick. He'd be a great pick, I think, actually. Right. He's just not my it's not my flavor. It's not the type of tight end I look for. That's it. Right. Now, just just real quick, do you think he'll be available at 28? Just like just percentage wise, because I, I think it's go ahead. Absolutely not. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. I don't I think he'll be gone by 15, personally. But uh, that's just me. All right, on to the next one. Kevin, this one's you. Uh Jameer Gibbs. Uh, do you like Alvin Kamara? You can get uh-huh. one. He's yeah. right here. And his name is Jameer Gibbs. Uh, I I will never – it took me forever to be convinced to draft Bijan – to accept the drafting of Bijan Robinson in the first. So I can't get behind Gibbs in the first just for, like, purely moral and ethical reasons and because it will make me a huge hypocrite for all the stuff I've been spewing for years about running backs, first O-line, where to invest your money. Jameer yeah. Gibbs would be a lot of fun, man. Yep, He'd be he so be. much fun. You want to watch all those checkdowns that Burrow was doing last year suddenly become like actual threats? Oh, explosive! Jameer Gibbs absolutely. is your absolute option for that. Yep. Uh, I I cannot support this pick. I would be secretly kind of like, okay, let's do it. Let's see what happens if we win right. this way, man. What about you? On the inside, I'd say okay, I I can get behind this. On the outside, I'd say no. Why would you take a running back at? 28 but whatever so it's just fun it's such a fun pick dude it is there are there the only two running backs that i think are worth possibly worth a first round pick are gibbs and Bijan robinson um i think gibbs will be available at 28 i would be surprised if the Bengals went that route because i think there's other things that they need more that should be available at 28 like tight end possibly offensive tackle or cornerback uh but this is one of those things that we've seen it mocked a handful of times it's not out of the realm of possibility, you know what I mean? It's, I, I would say that's probably less than a 20% chance, though. I agree, so. but I also think this is worth mentioning because Jameer Gibbs suddenly really enters the conversation in a tradeback scenario. Absolutely. You yeah. know what I mean? In, like, low 30s, upper 40s. Yep. Sure. If he's still there, I think the Bengals could bounce. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if they were to trade back at a 28, if they don't like what's on the table at 28 and they trade back, trade back to, you know, mid-30s and Gibbs is there, I could see it. I could absolutely see it happening. This is also so, another double-dip scenario. With Bijan, yeah. you got a three-down back. But with Gibbs, you could be looking to grab another running back in the fifth or yep. sixth. You could, for sure. For sure. All right, on to the next one. All right, so speaking of running backs, Bijan Robinson. Uh, this is the only running back that if they took him at 28, I wouldn't complain about it. Uh, I think he's probably the best running back to come out of the drafts in Saquon Barkley. Um, I'm not saying he's as good as Barkley, uh, but he's he's very good. He can catch out of the backfield. He's a true three-down back, um, and the Bengals wouldn't need to double-dip at running back if they took Bijan no. Robinson at 28. Now, I don't think he'll be available. I, I think he'll go early, uh, but the position is just generally devalued. If if he falls and he's there, I, I mean, I could absolutely see it. What do you think? I, I could see it. Uh, I waffle back and forth on whether or not I take Bijan. Um my opinion deeply matters in this regard. Sure. Uh, but I keep telling myself, oh, you don't draft a running back in the first. And then I tell myself, we're drafting 28. Calm down. We barely have a first. Especially when right. you look at, like, I mean, most teams seem to have maybe, like, 20 actual first-round grades on players. So yeah. at that point, you're sitting 28. Bijan's sitting there ready to be picked. He's likely one of the last remaining actual first-round talents you're looking at. Yeah. Do it. Pull yep. the trigger. Worry about resigning them later. Worry about value sure. later. 
it'd be a nightmare. Yep. And I, I I think that um Bijan is one of those guys. I think he's really high on most people's big board. It's just the running back position is devalued enough where yep. he'll fall. You know what I mean? All right. You got the next one. Here we go. Elijah Canthy. This is my dream pick that I think could happen. I'm not saying it will. I think it could. I think that if enough quarterbacks go, if we see a run on cornerback, if we see a run on wide receiver early, maybe a couple tight ends fly off the board. A lot of weird stuff can happen. And in that case, we have Kalijah Cansey. He's small. He's got short arms. And none of that seems to matter at all. This dude looks like an absolute nightmare of a defensive tackle. I have a big crush on interior defensive linemen. It's just one of my favorite positions in football to watch. God, do I want this guy He's my pick, period. Elijah Cansey. Yep. I uh he is small. Uh he's super quick. He's powerful. He'd be a great I mean, we've been missing a three tech since Geno Atkins yep. left. Uh and he would kind of fill that slot. And we also have to remember that, that DJ Reader, while he's the I'd say he's the best nose tackle possibly in the NFL, um, or you know, a top two, top three guy, uh, this is his last year in a contract. And if if uh, the Bengals extend Joe Burrow, which we absolutely expect they will, we don't know what kind of money they're going to have to throw around in free agency. I don't know if they can keep uh, a DJ Reader around. So they're going to have to look to the draft. Kalijah Kansi w- would get in there. Uh, I could see him. I mean, just cause just wreaking havoc as, as a pass rusher from the you know even if he's not a three down guy. Let's say they take him at twenty eight and he comes in on obvious passing downs. You know, replaces reader or something like that so you have you have uh hendrickson cancy um you know bj hill probably and uh and um and huber that's that's pretty scary front four rushing the passer right there yes it is and you want to talk about like maximizing your talent elijah cancy in there at three tech suddenly makes hubbard and hendrickson scary. oh yeah Absolutely. last year they just didn't have it because we got no pressure we i mean you honestly think we lost Ogan Joby, and then suddenly Hendrick, we, uh, Hendrickson looked half no. as good as he used to? No. And those two things are unrelated. Right. If you can't pressure the quarterback up through the middle, especially a mobile quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, the guy we're going to have to go yep. up against over and over and over again, he will escape. He will do yep. it over and over. But su- yep. you create pressure up the middle, you collapse that pocket, you give him nowhere to run, and suddenly Hendrickson is eating again. Yeah, and then he, you know it's one of those slam dunk things. Pick. It's one of those things where, you know, if you don't have any pressure coming up the middle, a quarterback can just step up in the pocket and yep. buy himself an extra second and a half, which yep. to me seems like nothing but to a quarterback. Apparently it's a lifetime. So, all right, moving on. All right, so Darnell Wright. Um, I, again, this would be probably be a, a home run pick. I, I don't know if he'll be there. Uh, but Wright is realistically, you know, we're not going to get Paris Johnson. We're not going to get Skaronsky, guys like that. Those guys are going to be gone. Wright is realistically one of the guys that could be there that would be the best possible offensive tackle they could take at 28. Do you agree yep. with that? I completely agree with it. Um, I also am more recently convinced that with Lyle Collins uh, apparently ahead on his rehab and them not really seeming to look for trade partners for Jonah Williams, at least unless they do it mid-draft, I don't think offensive tackle is going to be very high on their boards anymore. I mean, I think it's wrong. I think Darnell Wright, you lock it down for the next four years, you're good to go. Yeah. I'm not certain they're even targeting him. Yeah. Um, with the news that's come out about 
uh, Leo Collins, you know, being, he said he's ahead of schedule with rehab. And then, you know, they said, uh, uh, Zach Taylor said that um, the uh, offensive lineman they signed right after they signed Orlando Brown Jr. I'm just totally blanking on his name now. Uh, oh, Ford. Yeah, yeah, Cody Ford. Uh, he's he's not going to play guard. He's going to compete at right tackle. And then you got Jackson Carmen, uh, Hakeem Adeniji. I think that they're happy. I think that they think that they'll find their starting right tackle out of that group of four. Oh, and Jonah Williams. Jonah, we forgot about Jonah Williams if he doesn't get traded. Um, but if Wright is available and maybe they, they find somebody interested in Jonah Williams, this would be a home run pick. And now you have bookend tackles over the next four years with uh, Orlando Brown at the other end. And then, you know, the offensive line you're done worrying about for the most part. Uh, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think he'll be there. I think he'll go earlier. Just there's, you know, there's only maybe three, four tackles at the most that will go in the first round. Yep. And uh, I, he's he's definitely one of them, right? He's definitely one of them. So there, there's some there's some guys that you get, you know, like Blake Freeland, guys like that that should be available second, third round, or maybe even later. But Darnell writes, I don't think he'll be there at 28. So no. All right, I uh, you're you're on the next one. So here we go. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brian Breesy, this is you insisted on putting him in here, and <laughs> you sabotaged me yeah. by. I don't I didn't really like him. I just, I don't, I don't like, I don't know. I don't know. You you talk about him because tell me why he's even in this list. I don't think the Bengals would be interested. I think he's good. I, I, I do think he's good. He's a defensive tackle. He's not, he's not as explosive as Kalijah Kansi. I, I, you know, I know a lot of teams have first round grades. A lot of guys have first round grades on him. A lot of guys don't. He's kind of falling down boards lately. I don't think that he's really realistically being considered here. Um, I would be surprised if he's off the board. He might be. I mean, he might be off the board. He might be available. But if it's just Brian Bressy or trading back, I think they'll trade back. You know. Yeah, um, I could I could see them going with Bressy in a apocalyptic scenario where their yeah. entire board is devastated and they don't really have any trade back partners because I think there's going to be quite a few teams who are looking to trade back. Just. Yeah, because of the breadth of talent available in the second and third round, and the lack of talent available in the first round, you got a couple yeah. trade backs early. The Bengals can't find a partner. Their board's devastated. Welcome to the team, Reese. Yep, I could see it. Uh, I, I, I'm not. You know, this is the guy. If we had we had twelve of these terrible slides made up, and yep. he was number twelve. You know what I mean? If yep. he had not, if we had eleven, he wouldn't have been on this list. But he's here because he's twelve. Yeah, All right, like well, you, you do the next one then. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, hit me. What we got? Uh, Deontay Bakes, cornerback. Uh, one of the top cornerbacks in the draft in a cornerback needy team. Everybody's a cornerback needy team. Yeah. It's easy to forget that Cheeto might not be entirely healthy coming back. It's easy to forget that depth is a problem. Um, we're all about maximizing that defense, uh, maximizing that offense. The truth is, is we need cheap defensive players and we need them super badly. We got like four people on contract for the following year. Yeah. Uh, I like Deontay Banks. I like him a lot. I think this would be a great pick. What about you, man? I think I think it'd be a great pick. I don't I don't personally think he'll be there. Uh, I've seen it mocked where he is there. And if he's there, I think it'd be a home run pick. Uh, um, but like like you said, even if Chidobe Wuzier is, is healthy, which we don't know. We don't really know what's going to happen. But even if he is healthy... He's got one year left on his deal. And again, with the pending extension for Burrow, they probably don't have the money to throw back at, at Cheeto or maybe any other big name 
cornerback. So you're going to need someone on the other side of, of Cam Taylor Britt. So I think at first when, you know, when drafts, when the season ended and draft season was upon us, I think everyone said, okay, it's going to be tight end, offensive line, maybe defensive tackle. I personally think the pick is going to be cornerback. Personally, it, it's boring, but I think that's where they're going to go because they need the depth. They need to play in. I mean, they took Dax Hill at the end of the year last year, and that was a boring pick because he didn't do anything in 2022. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's just – but it is what it is. It, now he's going to be extremely important. He's going to be the starting free safety. It's going to fill the huge sho- huge shoes uh, that um, – that, uh, see, he left the team, and I just – Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates' huge shoes. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Deontay Banks, Deontay Banks uh, would be a great pick. I doubt who's going to be there at 28, but we've seen stranger things uh, happen. The way Deontay Banks is there at 28 is the draft goes a little weird, but Forbes is rising and somebody's got to fall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Forbes sure. mocked the Bengals over and over again, but I've also recently been seeing Forbes, I mean, going in the 20s, uh, yeah. upper 20s. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, yep. You can only, only so many teams are going to draft a cornerback. Right. And if Forbes isn't there, Banks very well might be. Yep. And if you listened to our show last week, listened or watched, Joe Goodberry absolutely loves Emmanuel Forbes. 100% loves Forbes. So he, has, he said he has the best ball skills of any cornerback in this year's draft class. So, And we didn't put guys like Joey Porter Jr. on the list because there's I just don't think there's a way that he'll be there. He'll be gone. No, he's a, so, he's a stealer. Yeah, so these are I mean, yeah. come on. Tell me tell me there's right. not a tell me there's there's no reality in which if he's there he doesn't become a stealer. He'd be a legacy guy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it come would on. make more more than good sense that he goes to the Steelers. So, and you can't convince uh, this, me they didn't draft Pickett for that very same reason. That hometown yeah. thing. They sure. they're trying to do a thing. Anyways. I can see it. I can see it. Copycats. All right. Uh so the next one, Michael Mayer. All right. So back to tight end. We talked about Dalton Dalton Kincaid first. Michael Mayer is the carbon copy of uh, I don't know. Let's put it this Michael, way. He he is Gronk copied exactly the way your PowerPoint pictures are copied and that they're <laughs> a little fuzzy and pixelated and not yeah. nearly as sharper as they need to be. That's what yep. he is. He called him baby Gronk for a reason and we all thought that it was because well he's just he's a young Gronk. No, it's because he's not as good as Gronk. But yeah. he'd still be great. Don't get Jason, me wrong. Jason Witten. That's who I'm yeah, thinking. There we go. Jason Witten. He does everything really good. Nothing great. He's not going to stretch the field in a way that Dalton Kincaid or maybe a guy like Sam Laporte could, like if yep. you took him in the second or third. But he's going to get open. He's going to yep. catch the ball. He might break a couple tackles. He's not going to light the world on fire. But, you know, you'll see him in, you know, four or five years and he's a pro bowler and he's. I'd say he's the most pro-ready tight end available in this draft class, 100%. Um, he's going to be good. The Cowboys yeah. love him. I think that if he's available at 26 when the Cowboys are on the clock, that's where he goes. But if he's available uh, for, for the Bengals, I would be absolutely ecstatic if they took Michael Mayer. Yeah. How, I mean, how would you feel about it? Uh, I'd, feel, I'd feel great about it. Uh, yeah. Good. I'd feel good about it. Here's my pitch for Michael Mayer. If you draft Michael Mayer, here's what you want. He has basically almost no bust potential, uh, but he's right. most likely not going to set the league on fire either. He's going to be very good and nothing beyond yeah. that, but not, not much less than that either. He is also the tight end, in my opinion, most likely to contribute to a pretty reasonable degree year one. Yep, I completely. That's perfectly said. He's got a high floor. 
he doesn't have a super high ceiling. He doesn't have the ceiling that guys like Washington or Laporte or Kincaid have, but he's got a much higher floor than those guys have. But you're absolutely right. You draft Michael Mayer. He's your starter week one. He's going to, he's going to contribute in some meaningful way in year one. And that's not a normal thing for a tight end to do. It is not. Tight end's a tough position to play in the NFL. So that's why, that's uh, why I like Mayer. I mean, that's the reason we are in a win now window. Yep. And I get that you got to draft the future as well, but he's still going to be a good tight end four years from now. He makes your team noticeably better day one. I I agree. I think he's a good pick. I think he's a good pick. I agree. And also, if you think about, like, let's say they take Kincaid. Now you have Dalton Kincaid and Irv Smith Jr., who are two very similar players. Uh, They're not really known to be blockers. You know what I mean? You take Mayer, he complements Irv Smith Jr. much better than Dalton Kincaid does. Yes, he does. So, because he can block, he's shown willingness to block. So, yeah, he's he's a proto like a a typical inline tight end. So makes that's why I like him. That's why I like him better than Kate. He's he's my type of tight end. This is the type of tight end I like to watch play. Bring me Mayer all day. I agree. And you know, I said that that Michael Mayer is is um, Jason Witten. Jason Witten's. I don't know if he's. I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame, but I mean, he will be. He yep. will be. If he's not, he will be. I don't know if he's even eligible yet, but he will be in the Hall of Fame for sure. So, all right. Um, you do the next one. Emmanuel Forbes. We kind of already beat the drum for this guy. He's a ball hawk. He is going to get you interception. He is going to change the flow of the game. He is crazy light. He yeah. is like 160. Uh, he's got a massive wingspan. He doesn't play like he's 160. The concern with him is can he play physical football at 160? Can he do it without getting bullied around? And he's talked about going up in weight. Can he move like we want him to move at 170, 180? These are questions. Uh, It's risks I'm willing to take. The dude changes games. That's what he does. He, He changes games. And if he's available because, again, everyone's out there, Looking at the stats, the reason Cancy may be, be available as well is that they're yep. not the prototypical body type for the position. But yep. both Cancy and Forbes don't play like they're small. Right. They play exactly how you'd want. It's just the numbers don't match. Bring me Forbes. Right. And can't you see it? Can't you see Cam Taylor Britt on one side and Emmanuel Forbes on the other? Where Cam yep. Taylor Britt is, you know, 202 or whatever, how many pounds he is. And he absolutely plays like his weight. I mean, he flies. Oh, and we yeah. saw it all year last year. Cam Taylor Britt was not afraid to put his nose on the football at all. He was great in run support, great in coming down. You know what I mean? Emmanuel Forbes plays like that, but he's a great, you know, coverage cornerback. Couldn't you see, like, they play off each other? They'd be like, you know, a yin and yang kind of. You're two oh, corners. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And you'd be set at cornerback for the next few years. Yeah, here's what I can see is Emmanuel Forbes winning us a game in the playoffs by coming out of nowhere like lightning, pick six. Sure. The whole game has changed. I, I mean, totally see it. It kind yeah. of has become like the Bengals signature at this point of those game defining moments, especially yeah. when it matters. And if Forbes feels like a game defining player to me, yep. I totally agree. All right. Okay. Adep- <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah. Adet Tomiwa Adiba War, defensive tackle out of Northwestern. So this is another guy who I didn't really know a lot about. I didn't really see him on the radar, but I've seen it mocked more and more. I think he's risen a lot up a, a lot on draft boards. 
Yeah. Uh, he's a defensive tackle. He could also play edge. He's going to be very good, very intelligent yes. player. Um, and it's just one of those things. I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's cancy. But, no. Right. But he, if they took him at twenty-eight, I okay, all right. I mean, depth on the defensive line. He'll he'll produce. He'll contribute right away. He's not cancy, so I'd be a little bit disappointed in that. But I would absolutely, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if they took Adiba War in the first round whatsoever. Uh, this is the scenario I talked about with Breesy. Uh, is that right. his name? I, I think it's Bressy, but I, I don't is know. Is it Bressy? Okay. I don't know. The scenario Does I talked about with Bressy, this is the actual scenario where this happens. The yeah. board's devastated. They can't trade back for anything that approaching value. Adiba War's the guy. He's who yeah. you want Bressy to be. He is a very good defensive tackle who can do a lot yep. of things really well. He's not going to blow your skirt up, He, but he is an instant addition to this team in a needy position. I would be, I would be uh, C plus B minus. I'm happy yeah. with it. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have a lot of thoughts on him. I really don't. No. He's, he's good. He's good. Nope, I'm but, right uh, with you he's though. Not, he's he's not top of my list. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right with you though. C plus, um, you know, B minus. It's a good pick. It'd be a good pick. It's a good pick. Not a great pick, but a good pick. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, you take the next one. Darnell Washington. I don't know why I'm taking this one because he's more your crush than mine. Yeah, I know. I'm off the Darnell Washington train. I I take him at sixty. He won't be there at sixty. Somebody yeah. always falls in love with the stats and picks him. I feel like Darnell Washington has the highest bust potential of anybody. Like, if we get him, fine. I'm on board. Who day? Let's get the monster out there. Let's see what he can do with football. Yeah. There's nothing to suggest he's a first-round pick other than one good combine showing. There's just nothing there. Like, he doesn't have the production. He doesn't have the ball skills. He looks... He looks stiff. He, I mean, I, I don't know. He's a monster. And sometimes you can take monsters and you can turn them into excellent, excellent players. Right. And that's his selling point. But if he didn't have the numbers at the combine that he did, no one would even be talking about him. No, I don't think so either. So yeah, he, there was no production uh, or very little production out of him at tight end, but that's also because the other tight end just kind of lit the world on fire. Um sure. I think Darnell Washington has, of all the tight ends available that could potentially go in the first round, I think he has the highest ceiling, but I also think he has the lowest floor, 100%. 100%. Um, he is an athletic freak. For I mean, yes. six foot seven, 270 pounds. He is an athletic freak for, for that size to be able to move that fast. It's very Gronk-like, but saying that he's Gronk would be wildly irresponsible. Um I could see I I don't think it'll happen. I if he's available, the only way this happens is if Kincaid and Mayer and possibly another tight end go early. And then there's just nobody else. So they say, okay, can't trade back, we'll take Washington. I I I don't think it's a very high chance. I would love to take Washington at 60. I would kill to take Washington at 60, but he will not be available at 60. Uh I don't I mean I don't think he will be. Um but uh, yeah, I think he's got the highest ceiling. He's also got the lowest floor. I could see someone taking him where he just shows everyone like, hey, I told you. I told you I can do it. I could also see someone taking him where he just doesn't really do anything. 
You know well, what I mean? I'm on the I'm on the record being unimpressed. So he'll okay. he'll blow somebody away. He'll that's how probably, it works. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably. I I do think he's worth mentioning because of a trade back scenario. There's a handful sure. of people here that I don't think are very good picks at 28, and suddenly become really interesting or even good picks if we do if we end up trading back. And I think Darnell Washington is a prime trade back candidate. Uh, I can see that being the case. Upper, yeah. yeah, lower 30s. Yeah, yeah, maybe, some, maybe suddenly Darnell sure. Washington starts looking a lot more interesting to me. Yep. Um, so you, you talk about trading back from 28 to, let's say, 35, 36. I don't even know who's there, but you're talking about adding Darnell Washington and draft picks? Absolutely. Yes. Do it. Do it. 100% do it. But if if he's all that's there at 28, it just means that thing went things went awry in the first round for the Bengals. Just things didn't work out the way they wanted to. It could be worse. You could be with Bressy. I'd rather have Washington than Bressy. You know what's going to happen. We've said a lot of things about Bressy. They're going to take Bressy, and we're going to have to swallow yeah. everything that we said. We're going to have to eat there's some major be, there's, pro. There's some people really, really high on Bressy. There really, yeah. really are. There's going to be at least one of them in the comments calling us idiots. I know. Uh, that's fine. That's that's yeah. that's your right. Um, I do read the comments. I do not respond. Sir or madam, and, I'm fully aware that I'm an feelings. idiot. They always hurt my feelings. I don't sound like Seth Rogen. I yeah, might I, little, I might sound a little like Seth Rogen. What I can say here is, sir or madam, I know I'm an idiot. You're not telling me anything I don't know. So, all right, you get the last one. This is the last one. Here we go. Oh come on, Dewan Jones. Um, <laughs> no, I can. I can. Here's the thing about Dewan Jones, and here's on tape, he's a first round pick. Yeah, but he doesn't test for yep. no reason, and I just can't get behind it. I, I can't do it. Not for a first round pick. Again, in a trade back scenario at the top of the at the bottom of the second round, Dewan Jones all day. He looks really, really good on film. Yeah, he does. You don't, really you don't does. test. You you don't test. Not from an injury. What you just don't decide you're not going to test. You're hiding something. There's something in those numbers that you don't like. I can't do yeah. it. I can't support it. I can't support it at 28. Uh, it feels like a bust. And again, because I said that, he'll go and, you know, be a so, future pro bowler. But Juan Jones. Foot, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say six foot eight, 374 pounds. He is a monster of a man. Yes. Absolute monster. Uh, he's just kind of a typical right tackle, which is what they need. Um, again, if this is their pick at 28, I think things went poorly for them leading up to 28. Um, but this is another guy, if they trade back and they take DeWan Jones and add an extra pick, I'm thrilled with it. I am. I really yep. am. I think any reason to any, I mean, he seems so much like Orlando Brown, but to have. That's what I was going to gonna have, bring up. Right. But to have those two guys and then have Kappa, um, Karras, and uh, Volson in the middle would be would be great. You know what I mean? And, the, and like you said, the tape looks great. It really does look great. But the fact that yes. he didn't test worries the hell out of me. It does. Because it seems to me that there's something going on that we don't know about. Uh, maybe, you know, but whatever. I mean, the tape the tape says a lot. Um, I, I, don't, I don't really want this at 28. But like I said, if they were to trade back to the mid-30s, whatever, I'd be very happy with it. If he's here at 60, and I don't think that'll happen, if he's no. there at 60, it's a home run pick, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, but, no hands down. Yeah. Uh, and to, to be fair, uh, not a pick for me. Doesn't sound like it's a pick for you. If you're yeah. a Jones fan, I understand why. 
A, like we said, he looks great on tape. B, you cannot deny the uh, how fun it would be just to have two giants at left and right tackle. Right. I mean, Orlando Brown and Dewan Jones put together might be the biggest tackle duo in the NFL. Like, they're just so huge. It might be the fun. biggest it's a fun tackle thing. duo in NFL history. I think it's a real <laughs> possibility. I We don't know. I don't know that, but it could be. So, I, I think... I, yeah, I, I think Jones could be good in the NFL. I, you know, I, I don't know. We, we, don't, we're not going to. All these guys could be terrible. Every single guy we've listed could be a bust. Every single guy we listed could be a future Hall of Fame. We have no idea. The jump from college football to the NFL, I think, I've never played either, but the jump from what I can see from guys that, oh, he's going to be great in the NFL. Nope. You know what I mean? It, it all depends on where they go, who's their coach, what scheme they're in. There's a lot of moving parts in these things. Um. But Dewan Jones, the one thing I do like about him is, is he's that big. He played ba- he played basketball. He's an athlete. He's not just a big guy. He's a very good athlete. But it does bother me, like you said. If he had tested and tested well, I'd be all about it. But the fact that he didn't yep. test worries the hell out of me. So I don't think there's any other guy, realistically, out of those outside of those twelve, that would be their pick at twelve or at twenty eight. I mean, is there really? Is, can you think of anybody? I, I don't think there's anybody that could well. I think yeah. I think it could go a couple different ways. I think that's a pretty good list. I think it's a pretty yeah. good list of all the like all the likely candidates. I mean, things can happen. Joey Porter Jr. can fall. There's yeah. just no way to predict this, especially because I do think his draft's going to be kind of crazy. Um, but I think it's a really good list. I think that's going to be the bulk of it. Uh, for me, I think it's Cancy or it's Forbes. I think those. If I had to bet money, I'd say it's going to be one of those two picks. Okay. I think I What's think it? the the numbers are going to make one of them fall to us. Sure. But let's do this. Let's take commercial break. When we come back, you'll be watching this on draft day. When we come back, we're each going to make our official prediction of what they're going to do. Sure. I'll let you go first, and I will not pick the same person as you. No, I'm not okay. saying that I have it. I'm just saying you make yours, and I'll make mine. So here we go. Here's here's our commercial break. I don't. I okay. Here we go. <laughs> Eastgate Smiles Dental Care is a warm and welcoming environment where expertise and customer service come together. As a local business, they love helping their fellow Cincinnatians manage their oral health and achieve a perfect smile. They pair the latest technology with years of experience to give you a smile worth showing off. They are dedicated to quality and convenience and can even perform dental crown procedures the same day in most cases. You like your smile, but they are here to help you love it. They personalize your care and match your needs. Call them today at 513-528-1150 to learn what they can do for your pearly whites. All right. So we're back. Kevin, Bengals are on the clock with the number 28 selection of the 2023 NFL Draft. The Cincinnati Bengals select. Hinden Hooker. We sniped the Chiefs. uh, Holmes twists his ankle again. Uh, it's, It's no flu game part two. Right. No backup quarterback to speak of. Right. Super and we Bowl win the Super Bowl. Exactly. Done. Exactly. Done. And as soon as we take Hendon Hooker, Hooker at 28, the Chiefs are like, oh, no. They knew our secret evil plan. Okay. All right. Chris uh, Collinsworth, what do you got? I'm going Kalijah Kansi. Uh, okay. I thought he was an option way back when. Everybody falls in love with him, but that's, that's draft buzz, man. I think he's going to fall. Uh, maybe I'm being overly optimistic here. But I think he's going to fall. I think his size, I think his arms, I think yeah. they're going to be an issue for a lot of teams. 
I think he's going to be on the board at 28. And I think the Bengals break their like massive streak of not picking any D linemen in the first. And we go home with Clutch Cancy, a slam dunk hit. I am going to hurt my own feelings when this doesn't happen, but that's my pick. This is what happens when I play the lottery is I know I'm not yeah. going to win because I'd, right. I'd have a better chance of like a shark swimming up the Mississippi, getting on the Ohio, getting on a bus, coming to my house and biting me on my front porch. But when I play the lottery, I make plans with what I'm going to do with the money. And then I get upset when I don't win because I'm a big idiot. Yeah. All right. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback, yeah. Mississippi State. That's what I'm going to take here. Um, the funny thing is, is if you said Forbes, I was going to say can't see. So, it's the two uh, picks, right? I like know, I know that's yeah. Out of, it is. Out of everybody we listed, I'd say fifty yeah. percent it's Forbes or Cancy, and then fifty percent it's any of the other people we listed. Yep. If they had guys under contract, uh, most of the defense under contract after twenty twenty four, I would say no. I think they'll focus on offense, but they don't. I think the defense is a much bigger need than people realize. Uh, this class is deep at the positions of offense that they need. There's not going to be a running back really worth number 28 there will be a tight end i think that could start in the second and third round there could find a guy like blake freeland another offensive tackle in the second or third round they're not going to find a guy like emmanuel forbes in the second or third round they're just not no and there's nobody if if somebody goes down if if you know if, if cam taylor Britt goes down or if uh if uh shadobe was is just not ready or you know we don't know if he's going to be himself we just don't sure. you know what sure. i mean forbes is We'd be very happy to have Forbes. So that's that's my guy. If they take Forbes or Cansey, um, I'm dancing. That's the real. Oh yeah, no, both are so. both are excellent picks. Yeah. Um, I would be happy with pretty much everybody you listed, except yeah. for the people I explicitly said I wouldn't be. Uh, Dewan right. Jones, etc. I think there's probably eight people who, yeah. if the Bengals pick them, I go, all right, let's go. Who day? Sure. Absolutely. On, I agree. Board. Yeah. Darnell Wright is on that list. Elijah Cansey is on that list. Emmanuel Forbes, Deontay Banks is probably on that list. Um, uh, Bijan Robinson on that list. The other guys, if they were to trade back, you know, between 30 and 40, and they took one of those other guys, like Dewan Jones or Darnell Washington, I'd be I'd be fine with it. I'd just be sure. upset because we'd watch however many hours the first draft is going to be, or the first round of the draft is going to be without a Bengals pick. So we're already got to yeah. wait till 28. I don't want to wait until Friday. That's dumb. And don't make this whole wait. time I've, I've been, this whole time I've been low key convincing myself that Gibbs would be, I mean, it's not a good pick, but it's just such a fun pick. It is. It is. It, any skill like, position I can't, player I can't is always defend it. Fun. I can't defend it, but it's just, it's, ah, right. he would be a lot of fun on this offense, he man. He would be for sure. All right. Do you have anything else to add? No, that's it. Okay. Well, for Kevin, I'm Jason. Thank you very much. Again, this is Three and Out with Jason and Kevin, brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation Cincinnati Bengals site, and sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. Give them a call. Um, enjoy the draft. And who day? Uh, who day?
great. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.